I yeah. love to see. I feel like yeah. social media is going to be the death of that franchise. To be honest, yeah, for like exactly the reasons you're saying, and mm-hmm. also like, um, I feel like we talked about this the other day, where people used to go on The Bachelor to like kind of get yes. famous a little bit, right? But now you can get so much more famous from like your time off The Bachelor. If yeah. you're like already, if you're gonna go on and you're gonna get out early, like you'll you'll get a social media following. Yeah, there. like you'll be able to. But not even they literally don't. You go on Survivor now, also. The, a girl on Survivor, my favorite one, Janine. I think she's so hot and cool. Forty nine hundred followers. That's yeah. nothing. You have forty nine hundred followers. A lot of people do. She, she was on <laughs> Survivor. Nothing. She was starving <laughs> on an island. Jesus, Connor. <laughs> that was so. But I know what you mean. But that was so funny. Like, That's nothing. You, you have that. And you're a nobody to no one. No. You've never even been on Survivor. <laughs> you didn't even earn it. Keep that in. Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? <laughs> clubs this week or one okay so one i talked about this at the live show one boys club is when we would get candy canes in middle school the people that would this like is the su- holiday episode this is the holiday episode <laughs> the people that would suck on the candy canes to the point where they actually created a weapon yep um not not dissimilar to a knife and then one girl in particular whose name was suzanne went into the bathroom <laughs> and tried to pierce her belly bouton Maybe her belly button, not her ear. I believe it was her belly button. Wow. Well, it might have been her ear, but there was another day she tried to pierce her. She tried to pierce both at different times. Wait, with the candy? Which candy? tends to happen, yes. That's, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, because she's crazy. Yeah. And Where is she now? Um, wait, thank you for asking. She is lives in Alabama, interior designer, award-winning, and is engaged to a man. Award-winning? Which is the dream, yes. Wow. Award-winning interior. See, from like in like Birmingham? It's really... Where is she at? She went to school in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. So she went to go, uh, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Okay. Roll Tide. Okay. It's so hard to predict who will become an award-winning interior designer who's <laughs> engaged to a man in Alabama. Absolutely. It and really is hard. you're probably not going to pick the girl who pierced her belly button in the bathroom. No, but I, I think can't. those are the people... Wait, But I, innovative, really. Those are the people that end up doing the weird, like most interesting things. The and I'm convinced who... because they're queer adjacent... <laughs> Because they're kind of weird. Does that make sense? Queer, queer in the sense that they're weird. In the in the old in the definition, ba- yeah, that like weird. in the oh, that they're fucking queer. <laughs> Wait, did you watch The Hills? Mm-mm. Did you watch The Hills? Yes. Sorry, so, I'm yeah. wrapped up in Succession right now. I've seen it before, <laughs> but I'm watching with Maddie, oh my and I'm having the I best meant to time. Watch it, and now I, Connor, you got to. You think I really would have like you never it? seen it? No, not once. You'll be obsessed. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. It's all about status. Because I only have one episode left of the and Gossip power. Girl reboot, and then I have to. Okay. And I do like status. I do like power. Yeah, you'll like it. Okay, I'm excited. I also I haven't watched the Succession. I also like. I don't know why I was like, yeah, you'll like it. Yeah, you should. I cannot recommend it enough. I can. I truly cannot recommend it enough. And is it it funny? Yes, and it is worth the hype. It's mostly dramatic, but there it's Will Ferrell and Adam McKay are executive producers, so it is. Oh, Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I'm good at finding the humor, even in. And the guy who wrote it, tragedy is beautiful. The guy who wrote it is British, and so it definitely has like a British. It has like a, a Veep adjacent sensibility to it, in that it's like very cutting yes. humor. Yeah. Um, but it's also it's mostly dramatic. On Showtime. No HBO. Oh, you know I don't know how to get on a Showtime. It's I think like I was looking for new, an out. It's like the best show on TV, I would say. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's a. It's Shakespearean, in my opinion. That is quite an endorsement. I, I believe. I watched it. the first okay, I'm two watch episodes it. and I liked it, but I I didn't follow through. Well, now that I have a TV mounted to the wall, and yeah, just just sit there and let it play. Okay, here's why she's queer adjacent. Because on the hill, there were two people, and one was Lauren Conrad, and one was Kristen Cavallari, and then other people, but those were the two that really mattered. Sure. But, like, Lauren Conrad, like, they both like queer people, of course, but, like, Who Lauren... Doesn't? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> a whole other episode. But Kristen Cavallari is, like, crazy and wild, and okay. she's, like, a wild child. And, like, I think in being a wild child, you are queer adjacent because you're different you're a little Mm. misunderstood you're dancing to the beat of your own little 
gay drum, whereas Lauren Conrad was kind of just like perfect, pristine. Oh, it's how I feel about Olivia Rodrigo versus Billie Eilish. Whereas like Olivia Rodrigo is the straightest person in the world, and even though okay. she went to the White House, and Billie Eilish is kind even of even though like she queer. went to the White House, I would say because she went to the White House. Because she went to the White House, <laughs> they don't have queer people at the White House. No, they're not allowed yet. Yeah, right. do you think it's weird that Joe Biden's strong. granddaughter lives at the White House? Can we talk about that? She does. Yeah, I think that's crazy. I mean, I think it's normal because like rent in DC is high. <laughs> She, they're so rich. Those people are just rich. Wait, is she in a get an apartment? Mm-hmm. She's twenty eight years old. She's married to someone who's twenty five. Or was getting married, and she got married at the White House. And then they were like, she, she got married at the White House. Yeah, I wouldn't want that because I'm hearing bomb. Am I getting in trouble? Yeah. Every time I'm in a crowded space like that, that feels high status. I'm like, we're literally all going to get attacked. So I would not want that. Well, I don't think that's crazy because you're at the White House. So yeah, that's yeah. probably one of the me at the White House. I'd be really on edge. Yeah. I don't want to go there. White House is smaller. Than you'd imagine. Than you'd imagine. Yeah. I feel like I've never been there and why? I've uh, been to the gate outside and seen it. Wait, what the fuck? Unfortunately, when Trump was the president. It didn't occur to me until right now that I've never been to the White House. You be, you, both your brothers live in D.C. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't think they've been to the White House. I bet they go. have. They're gay. Do all the touristy stuff. They're, they're gay. gay. Mm-hmm. I bet that they've mm-hmm. seen the White House. They're really naked. <laughs> Caroline was like, Those ew. poor guys. Oh, <laughs> like bless their hearts. Maggots. That's crazy. I didn't we, say that. We ha- we should go. Yeah, for sure. You well, just said you didn't want to, but if you've had a change of heart in the last five seconds, we you absolutely can. You can do like can. a tour. You should do a tour around the holidays because it's beautiful. It's like mm. decorated. Do they light stuff. it up? That would be cool. They, like, do they do, make it all the rooms are themed for Halloween. There's like a red room and a blue room and like a yellow. There's like all these like so all the, the themes rooms are, are colors. I, I guess so. They're the rooms are. I bet they spend so much time <laughs> like non politicizing it. Yes, like the rose. I mean, that's what the first lady's job is: is to be like non-political and do the rose garden and make it look all cute and like mm-hmm. floatus. Mm. Floatus. I do love Joe Biden. Remember when Joe Biden pushed someone who was trying to attack her husband off stage? True. She's incredible. She's like absolutely incredible. I she, do love. I is just, there a video? Crazy. Yeah. Find, oh my it. god, they're absolutely. She's wearing it. a beautiful green dress. Doctor. Doctor Joe oh, Biden. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesse and Issa made fun of me the other day Jill. for saying that she was my Crush. one of my celebrity crushes. No, I totally get that. Anyway, what's your boys' club? So I take kids to from school to soccer practice. Um, after like I pick them up after school and I walk them to soccer practice. And I have two kids that I walk on Mondays and Tuesdays. And one of them is like British, has a like good, British. I don't know exactly where he's from or where his parents are from, but he speaks with like a very proper like British English. Boss baby. Yeah, kind of boss babyish. Like he's very proper, and the words he chooses to use are very sophisticated for a seven year old. Plethora. Um. I don't know that he's used plethora, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask him if he knows what it means. And then the other kid is, like, a very – he, like, missed several days for asthma attacks. He told me the other day when he goes to his grandparents' house for Christmas, they have to stay in an Airbnb because his grandparents have a dog, and he's, quote, level five allergic to dogs. So he's, like – so these are the two kids. Shouldn't his grandparents get rid of their dog? Well, I mean, they see him once a year, and they have enough money to go. We don't have to feel bad for him. He also told me he's going to somewhere to go see, like, a professional basketball game and a professional football game in the same weekend. So they're doing fine. I think it's okay. Miami? I don't remember where they're going. But anyway, so these two kids we're talking about, and I asked them what I think is a very innocuous question. Where I said, what holidays do you guys celebrate? They both say Christmas. And then I said, great, what are you guys asking for for Christmas? And then... They immediately, one of them, or the one with the um, asthma and everything was like, oh, I'm asking Santa for this. And then the other one goes, Santa Claus isn't real. My father told me so. Santa Claus isn't real. My father told me so. I know. I was like, all right, Draco Malfoy, chill. And then the other one was like, yes, he is. My mom said he is. And then they both turned to me and they're like, Coach Nico, is he real? And I was like, do not implicate me in this. Wait, I need you to do what did you actually do? Because you got these big, beautiful eyes. Did you, were they darting around? I was like, um... Were you quick in the moment? I was like, absolutely he is. And then they Improv. were, and then, and then the the British one was like, he's not, my father said. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. And then they were like, <laughs> Google it, Google it, Google it. And I was like, I was like, one of the boys loves is the fact that kids are growing up with the internet and know that the information is infinite and ready at your fingertips. I felt held hostage by the fact that they knew that. Completely. And then the other boys club is parents who tell their kids that Santa's not real. And then also you can do that, but don't, you have to also say, hey, don't tell other kids that. Yes, I think that everyone in the story is wrong except for you, and you're actually a victim. Um, I was like, I don't get paid enough for this. (laughs) I think that it's, I don't understand, I said this, I believe this, that it's like the true miracle of Christmas isn't Santa Claus, it's that your parents loved you enough to buy you an easel. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's the miracle. And then also, if you're going to tell your kids, it's like a weird lie that we tell children that there's this man that comes through the chimney. 
And then it's also like, but if you are going to tell your kid that it's, he's not real, maybe tell your kid not to be like uh, rude. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, no, the other truly. Kids. It's like you can't then spread that either way. I don't know. It was just weird. And I feel like I'm in this position, not that exact position a lot, but sometimes where kids say weird things and Ugh. I want to like correct them or like, I don't know, say yeah. something about it. But I'm like, I don't know if it would be inappropriate for me to like speak to this because I'm not your yeah. parent. I don't know what your parents want you to learn. I don't know where like that, where is my responsibility as like a, somebody who's like working with kids and is like is education such a weird adjacent place to be yeah but isn't like i wonder how teachers feel about that i'm i i don't i have to ask teachers if they've had like a similar i'm sure they have debates in class all the time about stuff yeah. like that especially around like second third fourth grade it's probably when kids start to like realize um <laughs> yeah okay should we bring our guests in she's a comedian we've seen her all over the city she recently hosted a show called lactate as well as additional projects uh boys give a warm welcome to caroline Dunn. hi hey. how are you i'm i'm thriving okay good when did you learn that santa wasn't real um i learned i think around fourth grade think, yeah. because my friend who had the same vibes as the kid allergic to everything mm-hmm. was like santa's not real <laughs> and she was like mm, why would you believe in santa she also was like half homeschooled most of her yeah. life, and not to wait. You know. So she came in for certain subjects, or like, <laughs> could you imagine? I'm just here for math because my mom doesn't really know it too no, well. No, no, no. She like <laughs> she like came to my my Catholic school for like fourth grade, but had been homeschooled oh. previously, and like she's just very, very, very smart. Like she's a genius, truly, mm-hmm. but also like a little uh, <laughs> just not the most warm person. But yeah. she told me that. Santa wasn't real, and I was heartbroken, obviously. But I had a little—I have a little brother who's like three, four years younger than me, and so I kind of just tried to keep him believing in Santa totally. for the longest time. It's nice to have a project when you're a kid. It was a project, and I also like really believe in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I feel like that's the other thing. Like this one kid who was spoiling it is an only child, and I was like, if you have younger siblings, because there was a different kid from a different day who I was walking, and he said the same thing. He's like, I know Santa's not real. But I ha- but then I was like, but I know he has a little brother. And I was like, but your little brother doesn't know. And he's like, no, I wouldn't tell him. And this kid's only in like second grade. Yeah. Like only children so like you learn, bad. they're not bad, but I do think that there's like some social <laughs> well, skills you no, learn, you I lose out you on. It's a certain actually... kind of like, com- like protection, kind of compassion. Yeah. Yes. Like for your younger siblings. Wait, I think you just really hit on something important on episode 38. And that <laughs> is that only children don't learn key social emotional skills. And they're bad. Well, the other thing I noticed, too, is this kid is a little bit, in addition to the ruining of the Christmas spirit, he's a little bit of a a, a pain in the ass to the other kids. Ugh. And I was like, well, when you it's have siblings, you probably not very rightfully, but you definitely get that, like, psychotic kid energy out on your siblings. And then yeah. you're not like that to the, your friends. Yeah. Because you're like, this is socially not cool, but I can just, like, fuck with my siblings. At oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. get that out of you, but in a place where you, like... They have to continue to like me, you know? Wait, every time that... Are you... You have a sibling. Have yeah, a yeah, I have a younger brother. Every time I hear that someone is an only sibling, there is part of me that's like, what do you mean? What do you mean there's not another one yet at home? There's yeah. not... You didn't, there weren't people around? But some people, it's they tell really, me, and I'm like, and that makes so much sense. Totally. I'm curious about how the world will change now that people are having fewer kids. Like, are people yeah. going to be dicks? Are people going to be... I think so. I think that, like, contributes to the vibe of Gen Z... Yeah, um, they're more only children. I feel like more, more people children. are opting for two, not one though. My dad's one. My of mom six. is one of five. Yeah. My dad was one of three. Well, it's not that impressive. Yeah. But like, I'm one of four. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. The last generation. We're the last generation. <laughs> and all of like growing up, all my siblings and I were like each like, oh yeah, we definitely want four kids too, because like you just yeah. like, want to replicate what you know. And I'm like, I want you to have four kids. I don't think I'll have any. No, I sometimes internally think to myself, I really hope Nico has a lot of kids. I really do. I think that. I do think that. I think he'd be such a good dad. Oh, thank you. I think you'd be like the coach for sometimes, but if you wanted to, you'd be like, shouldn't have to be because you're going to be busy. But, like, <laughs> but not like the traumatizing dad coach because that's yes. what my dad was a trauma. But you might be a traumatizing dad coach. Listen, and that's why I don't think dads should coach their kids because it's impossible yes. not to be the traumatizing dad coach because like I absolutely say crazy shit to the kids. Yeah. Not too crazy, but like... I would not want... I think it would be embarrassing if one of them was, like, related to me. Totally. Like, here's what I'll say. My dad was the coach, and it wasn't traumatizing, but we didn't win. You know what I mean? Sure. So it was kind of like, we chose a peaceful experience, oh and we gosh. lost. Okay. Yeah. 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 I respect that, though. Yeah. Oftentimes, the dads that fall into those roles are really competitive. He had a clipboard, and he 
His butt crack always hanging out. I would... <laughs> not the butt yeah. crack. Wait, I'm, just, I'm being flooded with memories right now. <laughs> Wait, I would love to, like, Guys I have, like, crazy. a vision of him with a clipboard, like, coaching, and then you and in, like, a matching uniform as, like, the, as a child, as the assistant coach <laughs> slash manager. And I never wanted to play. I would just sure. want a community. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's what sports beautiful. are for. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. That's what you sports should I be I was there for the real reasons. Yeah. I never, I didn't score one time. I played for seven seasons, do you understand? Mm-hmm. Seven seasons. Basketball. Oh. Well, I actually played basketball. I played soccer. I love soccer because mm-hmm. you don't have to use your body really. I liked, okay. Well, I liked track. <laughs> I liked track like, oh. enough. Yeah. Track, you literally don't even use anything. You don't even use your hands. Unless like, you're doing the, the relay. As any, you any of the oh, activities that you do. <laughs> yeah, any of the field activities. <laughs> that's, that's vibes, yeah. Wait, did yeah. your dad coach you? Yeah, I my dad like. In what? in volleyball oh, and so I think hard. other sports other sports I, I was okay at volleyball I had the technique like I had good technique yeah but um I just am not naturally like fast and athletic oh so yeah so I just like really struggled that I think is stressful because you have to it's like you finally get it over and then they hit it right back and you're like yeah. Jesus fucking Christ and my dad like played men's volleyball like into college and then like oh, recruit, awesome. did like recruiting like oh, for college volleyball where for like I think just like all over he had like a, a a recruiting business kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. And so, but he would do this thing where, like, whenever I would, like, have, like, a friend or something who was, like, tall, like, natural, like, more tall for our age, he'd be like, you play volleyball? <laughs> like, you'd be great for volleyball. They need height. And I was That's like, so oh, funny. oh, I'm so embarrassed right now. That's so funny. Um, and yeah. then what other sports did you play? Um, I think I tried, like, almost, like, everything. I mostly, like, started doing, like, Kids do that. dance and, like, I did competitive tap. I did competitive tap awesome. in the seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Did you do like musicals, like tap musicals? I mean, I did like musical theater a little bit in high school. Were you in Anything Goes? I love tap musicals. I mean, I know I saw Anything Goes. I was in Legally Blonde. There's not even tap in that. No. There can be tap in anything you want there to be. There literally, I was just in every single, I was an ensemble member in every single scene. And I, me and my friend Robert at the time, we were in the ensemble. At the time, but he's about not it. anymore. No, no, we're, hi Robert, he's not listening. Um, but, um. <laughs> No, we both, we, like, got ourselves to, like, the front, and we yes. always, like, made, like, a little, like, offside scene to make ourselves oh the center of attention when I love to steal the theater. show. Like, it's only going to get worse. No, yeah, like, so we were just, we were in the ensemble, and, like, for the, there was, like, this, the end final number, we got to, like, the top, there was, like, this little, like, staircase. Wait, I'm upset we right top. now. I need to say something that you yeah. really brought something up in oh, my brain. Yeah, go for it. You don't understand this. I, I'm sure there's a sport-adjacent thing, like, like, but, like, you're at rehearsal, the choreographer, 26 years old, her hair is done. You think she's the oldest person you've ever met? She's like 26. <laughs> Absolutely. And she's cool as shit. And then, like, it's really quiet. You've been you've been rehearsing this dance number. You're just experimenting with alcoholism. And you're so hungover from the Four loco the night before. You hope that you blacked out for the first time ever. You like girls, kind of, still. And then they start to move people around. This is a dark story. Yes. <laughs> wait, no, then, but why am I, I'm like, wait, do we have the same upbringing? But then they quietly are like, that. oh, Tina and Joe, you come to the front. Dan and Zelda, you go to the second row. No, It's not presented as a good thing or a bad thing, but you know that they feel the weight of this decision. And then you have to like, non-emotionally, Zelda moves to the second row. And then you have to non-emotionally move to the front and pretend you're not fucking excited about it. You didn't just fucking slay the day. And... And, like, that is such, like, a visceral experience that I haven't thought about until right now. Yeah. What I mean about how when they would, like, quietly... Because you... I love the way you talked about, like, moving. It's true. And if there's scaffolding... No, no, no. So, done. for Legally Blonde, there was scaffolding, oh. and he got to the front and center. It made no sense that Elle Woods was off to the right. <laughs> but it Wait, made well, sense that, that Caroline and Robert were at the top mm-hmm. of that pyramid. I need to know... Okay, I need to... First, yeah. Two things. Anytime that you're in high school and there's scaffolding, mm-hmm. risers, or levels... It, for whatever reason, it's the coolest fucking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, You're like, we got to get up there. Like, yeah. there's something so cool about climbing a ladder mm-hmm. in a crazy way. And then two, who's Elle Woods and where is she now and did she wear a wig? Whoa. Um, who was Elle Woods? Oh, I think she studied singing at, like, a school in Manhattan. Ball State University. No, at, like, Ball some... Marymount Manhattan. Yeah. I think she literally went to Marymount Manhattan. Yeah. And I haven't really heard of her since. And that See, girl is that, Adina Menzel. And that girl is, uh, <laughs> I didn't hear from her for a while, and then I saw the name Leah Michelle in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, it wasn't Leah no, Michelle. she would oh, never let Elwood no, be to the far right ever, ever. Um, but yeah, there is. Well, you know, I have a theory on comedians. What's your theory? Have I shared this on the pod? I don't know. Say it. My theory is that like music theater people and like singers, 
spend their whole lives on a pedestal being like, you're Elle Woods, you're incredible, you're talented, you're blah, blah, blah. And then, like, comedians are just, like, actually fucking losers. For, like, but not, like, in a negative way. They're just, like, kind of, like, blah, derp, derp, derp. So then when they everyone moves to New York to, like, follow their dreams, it's, like, there's 4,000 singers and actors and dancers that they, like, cannot hang. And they think it's going to be easy because they've always been on a pedestal. And then it's, like, no, you actually have to live in Astoria and you have to work at Lululemon. And they're, like, no, we're not doing that. And then they move home and buy a house. Whereas comedians, the bar is so low for joy and happiness for them. They just, like... Going to the open mics, there's like, and also maybe there's a little bit more community in comedy. Totally. Where there's, then they're just kind of like more like apt to failure and like staying the course and yeah. just like letting it be shitty. Did that make sense at all? Definitely. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I think, it, I think it helps too <laughs> that like, for, like you were saying, for musical theater people, they have been doing this since they were children. Yeah. They have experience knowing what success feels like. Whereas with comedy, most people don't start until they're an adult. Yeah, because there's not exactly a place for you to, like, showcase the specific skill of stand-up comedy. Right. Like, in conversation, people are like, oh, she's fun to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, I did improv in high school. Ah, I I know. But, like, stand-up's a very adult medium in my mind. Yeah. And, like, a lot of it, it's 21 plus, so you can't even really do it until you're, like, have a brain. Right. Which is God bless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw a dark TikTok the other day. It was, like, kids comedy class oh no from like age like i don't know like 10 to 18 or something to bring 12 people to graduate probably honestly it's probably a bunch of bringers but i was like that feels so dark bringers for 12 year olds yeah probably (laughs) i was like that feels so dark i mean there certainly is like probably i'm sure some kids would really enjoy that and that'd be fun but it does feel like stand-up is kind of an adult i don't know like i feel like you have to have like a sort of like cynicism in the way that you're looking at the world yeah to point things out that are a self-awareness that you have to yeah. And it would bum me yeah. out if a kid had that in them already because they would have lost some sort of innocence that I think it takes to be able to, like, have a critical lens on the world. Yeah, yeah. You no, know? I think you can definitely be That's quick beautiful. and, like, quippy. No, totally, kid, totally. Yeah. That's so interesting. But you know what I mean? It just kind of bummed me out. I was like, oh, God, that's When dark. did you become cynical? Um, I, I don't know that I really am. I mean, a little bit. I don't know. There's a jadedness of time. Well, you say that being queer is, uh, has a certain cynicism to it. Well, I think part of what you were just saying that I resonate with is that I, I think that like especially for queer comedians you're always like sort of a fringe character wherever you grew up Kristen Cavallari so I said the Kristen Cavallari thing from the hills right is sure. she queer is she queer queer adjacent <laughs> because she's weird okay weird people aside I'm talking about actual genuine <laughs> queer people yes like the people in this room right now oh really Oh, fuck. We Connor, we've gone over this. I always feel like I was the first person you came out to. Don't okay. erase Caroline. I always know Connor was one of the first people that I, like, actually was, like, that you mic. know, it was really sweet where I was like, oh, my God, wait, yeah, no, actually, crazy. That is what is forcing people to come out. I went to, no, <laughs> I went to, I went to the first house of Gaethje, and I didn't perform because I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't want to, like, go up and then be like, never mind. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I don't want to take that space away from people. Mm-hmm. And then I, the next week I was like. I, I'll go up. I'll yeah. go up by the mic. Yeah, yeah, this makes sense. And then it all just clicked. And I was like, oh. It's, it's crazy to be a part of your coming out story. It, yeah, you're the center of it. Totally. <laughs> As an easy lover. Wait, but I easy lover, definitely. Say it again. I cut you off. Queer cynicism. No, I, but I mean, we talked about this before. I was just, I think that being different from the people you grew up with even when you don't know why yet when you're young you do have a sense of like i'm i'm not like the other people around me and i don't know why and i think that like gives you this sort of like outsider narrator perspective on things yeah which does lead i think to a a bit of a cynicism i think just a a pragmatic lens on the world at the very least yeah Yeah. also people that like genuinely feel called to comedy like there's definitely there's something wrong with you Mm -hmm. like maybe not wrong there's something different up there like, where you are, like, actually actively pursuing, like, stand-up comedy or just that kind of field. Mm-hmm. There's something just different yeah, <laughs> about yeah, us. Where like, And then, and you also have this sense, maybe this is my mental illness, but I'm all, I'm just kind of, like, I always had the sense of, I was, like, people don't really get what I'm actually going for in this lifetime. <laughs> I was just, like, people, I was, like, we're on the same page, but, like, I actually, I think you don't, you won't get it. You yeah. won't get it. And I still feel that way. People are, like, <laughs> what, I think it's crazy that you get up there and talk in front of people. And I'm like, I think it's crazy that you do pivot tables and don't end it all. I'm sorry. No, no, but there's, it's just something fundamentally wrong with, with you, you know, if if you're a comedian in a good way, in a beautiful way. Yeah. But, um, that kind of just makes you feel like. And there is community. 
In yeah. This, which I think it is beautiful that like any night in New York, if you're kind of just like sad or blue, you can go to a show, you can go to a mic, you can go mm-hmm. to like, there, I don't know, there's always something to do. And I don't, I'm sure that's true on some levels. No, I don't know that it is true for like other art forms or even other people in New York. It's not. Whenever people are, like, I'm sure for like music. In New York. Yeah. And also the overlap yeah. of like the queer community and then the comedy community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just uh-huh. amazing. Yeah, it's I know. Awesome. The that's intersection the, of those yeah. is really beautiful. Yeah. I feel like that wasn't as true in Chicago. I think that's one big thing that's different here. Oh, really? It's a little bit much more queer. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. This is the place to be. Yeah. I was gay in Chicago and I'm queer now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, should we start asking about some boys clubs? What's a boys club that you're in? Um, no, not in. Twitter. Um, oh. Twitter's kind of on its downfall, yeah. but I just joined in September. <laughs> and I just don't, it's just ideal. not <laughs> ideal for me. I don't think incredible my timing. incredible genius ideas translate well into a character limit. Wait, I there, think that's okay. <laughs> I hear you. I need a microphone and a platform to stand <laughs> on. <laughs> Wait, I do think this about people that like, okay, what's, and one thing also beautiful about comedy is that it's true that there's this like lens that apply that there's like a cynicism, a lens, or an observer, but I also think that each person thrives in a different way. Yeah, totally. There are people on Twitter that should not be doing stand-up. There are people on, that do stand-up that should not be on Twitter. <laughs> and it's like finding the, the medium in which you thrive yeah. is like part of it. A boys club I am in is Instagram stories because yes. Instagram, stories, Instagram stories, I thrive through an Instagram story. Yeah. You um, can give so much more because you can give like a picture, a video, you can give facial expression. And you can do like some words are bigger, some yeah. words are smaller. Yes, there's um, more, more dynamic. Twitter is too stagnant. Yeah, yeah, Twitter's too stagnant. Twitter's literally, I just go to see the news. Like it's how I see what's trending. And it's, <laughs> it's not even good anymore. It's yeah. It's my, whole pay, my whole feed's fucked up. Like it used to be like... I was seeing, like, a lot of stuff I, I don't know, that was, like, funny or whatever I was yeah. like, Even if I wasn't, because I don't even think I follow that many accounts, but I was based it on, like... I like sports now. It has totally fucked with my feed. Like, I see stuff where I'm like, I don't know why I'm seeing this. And it's, a, you know how it gives you, like, a little prompt of, like, like yeah. above it, it's, like, in media or in music or whatever. So it yeah. is yeah. Like, this is, like, the thing. category they're pushing. I, I think so. Like, it's totally been fucked up since right. he's taken over. I could not get anime things off my... Twitter. Oh my god! Interesting. And I have no interest, and I've never been interested in. I'm offended for you. Well, it's just yeah. weird that they're pushing that if you've never like. Well, it was, yeah, it was weird yeah. that they were, they were pushing it, and even now I'm just like, it's like, yeah, and it's like trending anime, and I'm like, this has nothing to do with me. Wait, yeah, everyone, pull not. up your phone and see what it's Twitter tells you to do. Wait, see what Twitter tells see you. See if to we do. have the same thing. You take Twitter as like a life suggestion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like rolling the eight magic yes. table. It's things I want. Is, it says, for you, NFL Giants at Commanders. Oh, if you're saying if you look care. in the search bar? Yeah. I have something from Dr. James Davies, PhD, about mental health. So I got um, some World Cup stuff, which is good. But then I got, like, a bunch of random shit. Eddie Bauer. What does that have to do with me? Because <laughs> um, I used to... Sometimes I'll get stuff that people like, but other times, yeah, I'm getting, like, rap I don't even really follow rap music that much. I'm getting... This is... Walgreens is trending. I have a lot of Shein yeah. ads and Wendy's ads. I thought um, this would be really fun. Yeah. But I, I, kind I, of just I think that that is like the... I don't know. I used to get... Because I follow mostly like our friends and like yeah. other comedians and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I would just get stuff that they like, which is always often how I see yeah. my feed works that way. Yeah, like, it's yeah. usually like that kind of things that like Lexi Ritter likes. And like... Yeah. <laughs> And who is one of my favorite people on Twitter? <laughs> Absolutely. But like these like Maddie likes or Jesse or, or Julia, John sometimes. But like, so sometimes that diversifies what I see because like John likes like skateboarding stuff. So I'll see some of his yeah. stuff. But like, no, truly now I'm just getting the randomest stuff that I like I have never engaged with. And I'm like, what? Yeah. How is this algorithm so broken? Yeah. It's not fun. I think he fired everyone. I think yeah. he fired that did the algorithm. Because it's not even a way where it's like, here's one step outside of what I was already looking at to, like, expand yeah. the content I'm intaking, which seems like what they want to do with these sites. Yeah. It's not even that. It's so random. Yeah. Um, I just hope it doesn't happen to Instagram. No. I, I was thinking about this. I think Instagram stories, hear me out, are, like, live theater. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> because I love them. Because you have a certain audience, and you only have them for, for, for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you only have people who walked into the theater or who clicked on your Instagram story. Correct. Um, and you either you get them, or they're going to say, I this isn't for me. Yeah. And they're going to head out. Wait, um, do you ever try to like, see specific people and like when they stop watching your story at one point? Yeah. No, I pay attention to that a little too yeah, closely. Yeah, yeah. It's, do you ever it's, scroll can to, get dark. I just taught Maddie that you can scroll to the bottom and see... 
who you don't follow that watched your Instagram stories. Oh, who loves you. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of like random sex robots yeah, um, down there. Um, yeah. And then some like random like friends of friends of friends. And I'm like, mm, you're watching yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I love I'm with you I'm a huge fan of Instagram stories I love there's no, there's something so fun about when you post something that you're like kind of like just throw out there and it gets so much response yes yeah. you're like oh wow people are because it does feel like people are really connecting with something yeah in a real way yeah especially because no, now I love the little like feature I, I love to love, love people, like little like people's Instagram stories it took I love me that. four months after everyone else learned how to do that I was a late adapter, but now I'm so liberal with it. I love to like people's stories. Oh, I, oh, I like nice. I like a lot of stories, and I love to reply when I... Wait, you both are good story likers. <laughs> well, it's so fun because I know how much it is fun to me when I see somebody does yeah. that, even especially when it's somebody random, so I'll do it to random people, too, oh. to be like, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah, when uh, I see you, I'm like, I'm agree. with you. If you're... Or to you. I didn't know... So sometimes people... I guess this is something in the in the straight community <laughs> and like the non comedy. Maybe it's like younger people, but people use in close friend stories as like you only add people that you are like trying to like get with. My close friends is just me being open. That's my true self. Yeah. I love I'm, your close I'm friends. I'm just fully. Naked. You both have great close friends. Yeah, Wait, you I'm have just... great close friends. I don't use it that. Often. I actually can't think of anything you've had on close. Friends. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll always lift you up. <laughs> I've used it in the past to like, like be like, do you want like, to come? Ball? Does anybody have? A, I've done that. Yeah. I'll like adjust who's on it based on I'm like, oh, this is somebody I'm trying to like. I'm trying to reach people for this purpose. Because we literally are the opposite in that mind's like, I love Joe Biden. But I want to use like, it more like that, like a like a true close friend. I like that it's used for logistic purposes, logistical yeah. purposes, and then it's also used just for like thought dumps, or at least that's yeah, how yeah, I yeah, yeah. use it. Thought dump. Thought dump. I'm, it's great to use for like <laughs> having a party. Yeah. yeah. I will say though, I have to like, I have to remember that, like, I had like my birthday, and so I like I added people, a bunch of people, mm-hmm. to to invite them to my birthday party. And Connor, we've had this talk. You, you were, were there, absolutely invited. I was there. I think you were actually there. I was there. Yeah, it was in the backyard. Yeah, and you were had you? that gorgeous mural on your backyard. Wow. Yeah, beautiful mural. Um, and I, I, I missed the cake, but I was there. That's okay. Mm. I didn't have to be there. The cake was good too. Um. It was really good cake. Yeah, it was like red I don't know velvet, how I snagged a piece of that, but somehow cheese. I did. <laughs> yeah. Who gave you the cake? Uh, my roommate. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I did. I asked them to get me a cake, which I kind of like. I'm like, that's oh, nice. would I? Would I have had it? This is more of a. <laughs> I was like, oh, would I have had a cake if I had asked for Wait, it? <laughs> I think that having a cake for yourself is like the coolest thing in the world. Sincerely. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, because I don't really want to find out what happens if I don't ask for a cake. Yeah, like it's very, it's <laughs> such a strange thing in this world to be like, here's a cake with my name on it. Yeah, no, but Everyone's I think it's fun. You should together. celebrate yourself. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. In middle school, and grade school, on your birthday, you would have to bring in treats for everyone, which is crazy. That's not how birthdays work. But then you got to skip school to walk around the entire school building, all the halls, to give like brownies to all the teachers, which like gross first uh-huh. off. I feel like and you would have loved that because it's like it's my really day. Loved it. Attention. And then you would I have to you yes. would save a couple. You would save like one or two for like your sibling, and you would get yeah. to go into like your. Well, I went to a small Catholic school, so it was like K through eight. But so. like, imagine my little grubby fingers in this Tupperware thing that my of brownies that my dad made. You definitely just like. Like you I feel like grubby you, fingers. <laughs> you have like a little bit of power at that. Like it's like one moment of power. You're like I get to decide who gets these, and mm, I get to like yes. walk to the other classrooms, and I get to hand these out, and I get to be like and then they an important be... person on campus. Yes, today. and the teachers would give you candy, mm-hmm. and then the vice principal would give you like special candy, and now he's a trumper. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. But I remember the vice principal, everyone like really wanted to like eat lunch with him and it was like a huge honor to eat lunch with him. And you know who I don't want to fucking eat lunch with? Huh. Him. I don't want to eat lunch with that man. I feel like it's a weird thing if you as an adult are setting it up as it's a special occasion to eat lunch with you. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. Oh, it is crazy. my God. I've been trying to do a joke about this, but my... So in eighth grade, we had all these like eighth grade privileges at my Catholic school for uh-huh. like graduating, and we got all of them taken away. Catholic because is obsessed with status. It's so oh, it's such a status thing, and so we had all these privileges, mm-hmm. right? And some of them, one of them was like to go to like Kings Dominion, which was like a, a roller coaster place, uh-huh. a theme park, amusement park, and um, one of the privileges was white privileges. Go on. <laughs> These are all white. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. Um, This one was one of the privileges was to go to the Olive Garden in a limo. In a limo with with 
our parish priest. Ew. And ew, with ew. Father Saunders, I'll drop the name. Val Poverty. Um, oh, please, read. this is a name drop. I, Father Jansen. I don't like Father Saunders. I think he's probably, like, really gay. old. He might be dead now. Father Jansen was definitely gay, maybe. Yeah, Father Saunders. Father Janda? Janton. Close, Jan- though. But he drove this crazy car that I think was a gift, but when you're a priest, you do take a vow of poverty and chastity. Yeah, yeah. but... You're um, not supposed to, like, have expensive things. No. Which I personally don't care. Yeah. But so you're in the limo. Okay. So so yeah, we got we took the, the privilege was to go to the Olive Garden, which I calculated it um, was a six minute drive from our school. <laughs> was the limo white? Uh, I don't. Well, so the thing is, we got all of these privileges taken away no. because it was found out that the boys had been sending porn to each other oh, via email. Via email. Because <laughs> we didn't Wait, have like iPods. We had early, iPods and it's like early iPods. Days. Yeah. Still, why would but, that affect you? I'm not. Okay. Well, and so well, it's a very Catholic thing of like. A couple boys did something wrong. The entire class was punished. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very mm-hmm. like Catholic thing. And then we had to slowly earn back our privileges. Um, but we we then got in even more trouble because when we like earned some privileges back, we got to like vote as a class on like what we got back first. Like what was our priority? And Democracy. we all voted on King's Dominion on going to the amusement park and not for Olive Garden with the priests. Obviously. And they basically were like, um, okay, that was actually the wrong choice. That was the wrong choice. <laughs> no. And then we didn't get to go to King's Dominion. We got Olive Garden with the priests. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then they also were like, but it wasn't, you guys weren't good enough for the limo. And so we all had to split up in like, the teacher's cars. Oh, Christ. There's nothing <laughs> weirder than being in a teacher's car. No, I was in literally the principal's car with Miss Miss Pittman or something. Was that? That's so funny. They also probably were trying to protect the ego of the priest to be like, hey, none of the kids wanted to go hang out with you oh, at Olive Garden. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. No, yeah. <laughs> they wanted they, to go they, on the roller coasters. No, of course <laughs> Like, no shit. <laughs> he was the one who, like, took away the roller coasters in the first place. So we are like, no, we don't want to go with Father Saunders. We used to have an auction. At our school, our Catholic oh yeah, school. yeah, yeah. In the school. auction, the biggest things that they would auction away are experiences with like faculty members. Yes, like going to the beach with the Trumpy vice president. Yeah, the, the one that I won. Giving me weird vibes. He wants to take people to the beach. <laughs> He's having special lunches. Yeah. Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go to Ocean City, New Jersey with anybody, with anybody yeah. at all. But I um, and, but I won the one that I really wanted, and I won it was to go to the zoo with the science teacher, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Maya, Aww. and then I think we went to Pizza Hut. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, our school also had like an auction like that. Which is crazy because you really, I mean, it's brilliant. Like you're creating revenue from nothing. Yeah. But it's also like who's paying hundreds of dollars for the teacher to take your Catholics, loser, your <laughs> Catholics. freak child to like. The zoo. That's so crazy. Oh Wait, one other thing that you could bid on at our auction was to be a part of the play. So it would be like a, a, someone's parent would have a cameo in the play. And it's oh, like, get the fuck off Christ. stage. Wait, I no, that's fuck weird. Off I don't like the person who paid to do yeah, that. Yeah, whoever's so bidding, who are the two dads that are like weirdly like trying to outbid each other Get the that? fuck off this stage. Oh yeah, I don't God, trust that weird. one goddamn bit. We had a, we had a no. Christmas pageant. The holiday episode, being a Wait, Christmas pageant. Mary, I played why. um like Saint Elizabeth or something. Who was like her cousin? Crazy. Oh she wait, was, yes, her yes. cousin who was oh I was the mother. Wait, for a second, I was gonna um, be like crazy because she wasn't in the story, but I was, she was in the extended. Yeah, version. yeah, she was in the extended version sure. of, for the Christmas pageant, just to give the director's kids more cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like the I was like older and I had. I was impregnated before Mary. So I actually kind of set the precedent. I oh. kind of set the theme. But I had, a, I had a duet with Mary. Um, a song? I had a song. Is it a musical? Oh, yeah. It was Christmas Passion. Of course it was a musical. Wait, just a song that we've never heard before? Yeah, I think, yeah. It was just some random church song. Not chestnuts song. roasting on an open fire. No, no. Not the fun ones. Like, it was like That's a both Jesus-y of our favorite song. Christmas song, by the way. The Christmas song? Yeah. I just, I was doing Instagram live karaoke the other night with my roommate. Oh, that's roommate, fun. And we were doing a holiday, holiday Instagram live. Um, like seven people tuned in. Lucky them. Awesome. But I sang the Grinch song, like You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. You're a mean that song one. goes on for eight minutes. <laughs> Did not know what I was signed up that's for. Really? It's a really I long love song. the old Grinch. That's half the uh, animated movie, I think. I yeah, think that the, like most song. of the movie is the song. No, but I feel like every year I miss Christmas. Like I, I feel like I. Well, I do think that Christmas changes as you. When you're a child, Christmas <sighs> is such a ten, and then yeah. when you're an, it's like a ten, and then the rest of the year is a one. But like summer's a ten when you're a kid. Uh, like you have these more like tens and ones. Whereas I think when you're a grown up and this is good, it's like life becomes more of like. Seven, seven, seven. Oh, you're in love. Ten. Oh, your heart's worth three. Back to sevens. You know what I mean? Wow. So, like, life's more sevens, and, like, it's expected that Christmas is as, like, a big part of that. Yeah. But I do feel like I always miss it. Each year Christmas, I'm like, 
this is not the Christmas vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like life is passing. It's yeah. Fine. We're like miss, completely missing it. I've been trying to get in the spirit. I've been putting Christmas music on in the house just to try to get amp myself. Yes. I and it will, it will really get you in the mood, I think, of it. Chestnuts. Yeah. Because I felt the same so, way about Halloween. I feel like I always miss Halloween. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm going to watch scary movies, and I'm going to like feel like it's Halloween, and then it's like, I totally just you, Then you turn on Hocus it. Pocus in two minutes, and you're like, I'm actually in my 20s, and I but don't But there's, no, there's no music to like get you, and like except for the Monster Mash, which I love, but you can't listen to just the Monster Mash. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know what, ho- what Halloween Big is. Monster Mash guy. I love Monster Mash. <laughs> my roommate in college and I used to put it on all the time, and we would do, we would like do the, he did the and the monster mash. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's anyway. a song from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I okay. Put a spell on you. You don't know that song? Oh, yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. But that is that just a Halloween? I don't think that's like a Halloween song. I think it just like kind of fits. A spell? A spell's not hope. Sorry. So but I think that that could go anywhere. Ever since my forehead stopped moving, I feel like I can't be myself. Because I just like feel like that was a huge part of it. Do you ever think I've changed? Wait, ever since what? My forehead doesn't forehead move as much moving. because I had a medical procedure. Wait, can you do a. I'm I'm fighting tooth and nail to move it. Oh shit! Like yeah. Do you think it's gonna aff- affect my affect your stand up? <laughs> my mom was like, "Well, your eyebrows can still move. Can you move your eyebrows?" Okay. Kind of put you in more control, but it actually took away control. Yeah, I have like a lot of ideas and emotions to express that I can't, and it reminds me of having sleep paralysis just with your feelings. Oh my god, I used to get like, sleep paralysis. Oh wait, I stopped getting it when I just stopped getting it when you stopped. Yeah. Drinking. No, is <laughs> that an drinking. alcohol thing? I think it alcohol can definitely. Yeah, um, I, I used to get it all freshman year of college. I just remember lying there. Yeah, it's the holiday and alcoholics episode, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which feel related. Yeah. Oh, oh they go yeah, totally. Yeah. This is like my first round of holidays, like sober and stuff, and it's so beautiful. it's good. It's beautiful, but I also it was so fun. I went to Thanksgiving, and my cousin went to. My cousin was there. And we're the same age, and he went to Notre, he went to Notre Dame, big party school, and he like Catholic. went viral. Yeah, very Catholic. Um, and uh, he went viral like on like Notre Dame bar stool <laughs> for like literally a graduation, like smashing a beer can oh, on his Christ. head and like ripping it open and chugging it. And so like that's the holiday that I was like walking into. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like he was like Carol, he was like I got his buzz balls. He was like I got us like all this like drinking stuff, and I was like. So not to be a downer, but I'm actually not going to have a drinky uh, uh, this Thanksgiving. And I felt so bad. And he was like, oh, that's okay. I'll drink for you. And I was like, oh, thank God. It was yeah. such, so well received. It was easy. Oh, good. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my dad also has is like 30 years sober or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. So it's not like a crazy thing in my family for like yeah. someone to like be, to like not drink and stuff. Yeah. But. I'm the only sober person in my whole family. Really? So is yeah. it not like a family thing? No, I think it is. It is a th- oh, oh, oh! I see. That was slay. That was slay. You're just you're you're trying to set a pattern. We're Irish, so I feel like older right. Irish Catholics. Irish my dad Irish. has the story about alcoholism in my family. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, time. yeah. I mean, it's just a sad place to be from. Just a bunch of sad people with pretty eyes, no <gasps> dreams. There's a story of us. Some wow. we had a family farm that we lost in a game of roulette. That's really Irish. Oh, that's wow. Yeah. Okay. And then my dad tells the story about having to go to the bar to pick up his grandfather who had gambled away his paycheck and then peed himself and passed out in the back room. And I had to carry him home. So it's genetic is what you're saying. So it is is genetic genetic. as you were just confirming that. Neither of my parents really drink very much. Okay. Think about it. Like, I don't know if this makes sense. Drinking was always very internal. Like, it was never about the vibe. I wasn't going to get triggered by, like, the external, it was always very in Oh my gosh, that, yeah, no, it was, there was never, like, Does peer pressure. I, I yeah. never felt peer pressure, like, I was, I was, mm-hmm. like, ready to go at any yeah, moment, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I also, like, I kind of, it's funny, in rehab, they were, like, um, I kind of, like, exp- I was, like, oh, well, you know, they, like, talk about, like, you know, staying away from, like, triggers and stuff, and I was kind of, like, I was, like, oh, well, like, I do comedy, and, like, so I'm at a bar, like, almost every time. day yeah. and they were like well we, you can't do that and I was like oh, oh. I was like oh but I have to I, feel yeah. like, I was like because I like I have to do comedy yeah, I have right. to because like all I think it's really a beautiful sad. thing for a sober person yeah because it I, is a similar <clears throat> like addiction is not the right word but it like gives you this thing to put so much time and energy and effort into totally it. yeah it's like a really beautiful distraction but I also think that people's perception from the outside of the comedy scene is that it is super like alcohol heavy. Yeah. Right? That hasn't really been my experience. Like I feel like in general at an open mic or at a show, people are like, 
doing comedy. I will say, yeah, after I stopped drinking, I was like, oh, wait, maybe it was just me having a couple beers at a Monday 6 p.m. mic. I was like, like, oh, wait, everyone's not pounding IPAs right now. I was like, that's crazy. Wait, I've known you for like... I don't know how many months, but I feel like you We've seem so like centered and happy. a year and a half. Yeah. I'm, I never I'm thought that you needed to get sober before because I didn't know. I, did. I wasn't like, oh, she's drunk, but I feel like you have seemed particularly centered. Oh, thank you. Of course. First of all, and putting in, yeah, self, self, work, work, working on yourself is a full-time job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh, it's so much work. Um, But yeah, no, no, I, I'm very, very happy that I was able to, to do that. That's really awesome. Yeah. Really, really, truly. Yeah, but you definitely. Yeah. You did it at the right time. Yeah, well, I was in, like, a very not good place. You have your 20s so. to go be free. I do have... I, yeah, it is crazy, because I, I think I was always very scared to, like, get sober, because I was like, oh, God, that was, like, the biggest thing that I was, like, so, so scared of. Yeah. But I also, like, internally, very deeply, I was like, I knew that I was like, this is going to be a thing that I have to What is the biggest do. difference day to day? Difference day to day? I mean, I think I was never going to be able to, like, work, actually work on my mental health at all by being, yeah. like, using, like doing coke and like uh drinking and stuff um so I'm like actually like for a while I was like I don't really vibe with my therapist that much and I have the same therapist and I'm like oh maybe the issue was that I wasn't telling her Mm -hmm, my like the biggest thing that was just like hanging over me every single day right um yeah 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 and so I and there were definitely times where I like had it like under control and stuff but yeah it was just like I was never gonna be free you know I feel like like Um, when I was drinking Every single like decision would be was the, the entire day. My entire life was about alcohol. So like even at yeah. ten a.m., it was like, how do I finish all the things that I need to finish to make sure that I can drink tonight? How do I procure alcohol? What do I like? It was never about friends. It was never about people. It was always like that was just like literally drove every decision. Yeah. Oh, oh, totally, totally. And then when you're free from that, there is like this like sweet freedom where you can just like be sitting on the bus at ten a.m. And, like, feel the same way that you feel at four in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I will say, like, I think it's, like, a, um, I don't know. I was just, you were kind of saying, like, seven, ten, one, tens and ones and, like, adulthood for, like, Christmas stuff. But, like, noticing, like, in, like, not having, like, my vice, my, like, primary Mm. vice, I think I don't have, I obviously don't have the highs that I had. But those were such fabricated highs and I was so not present at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel, like, once I, like, got sober, like, I definitely have... My days are more so, like, calm and, like, I'm at, like, a six. But I'm also, like, not, like, waking up the next day at, like, a zero. I love a six. And, like, hating just, like, everything. And I would never do anything. Yeah, six is nice. I would never do anything too crazy Mm. and stuff. But it was just, like, an internal thing. Like, so unhappy and stuff. No, very chaotic. Yeah, very chaotic. And so now I'm also learning how to, like, be, like, cool, just, like, chilling. And, like, not having. Like, my first week of sobriety, I got, like, three tattoos. Awesome. I was like, but I was like, I was like, I need to feel alive yeah. <laughs> because I like didn't yeah. know how to function. But now I'm at like I'm like past like six months and stuff, and so I feel a lot that's more amazing, Caroline. Centered, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. I also waited like four months to do jokes about it because I was like, once I do jokes about it, like then people. Well, then also I'm like, then I have like a like a home monitor. <laughs> like no, if I'm doing jokes about rehab totally. and then people see me like getting some drinks at the bar, like people are gonna notice. At least check in. Wait, yeah, that is so true. That like anytime, I mean, even like a break. <laughs> a breakup, being gay, mm-hmm. being all these things. You're like, when do I like to tell people? Because then it's like this thing that we have to like stick with. I thought that too when I was sober. I was like, I don't want people to know because then I can't drink with them. Then you can mm-hmm. only slip with people that like don't, you don't know that well, which mm-hmm. is like not fun. Yeah, no, no. I definitely, I will say it's helpful that I'm a very stubborn person. Yeah. And so I feel like I flipped like a giant like switch, like when I woke up and I just like decided. Yeah. Cause I was like, I have to do this. And I just right. like committed to it. Like I'm but a very beautiful. like, in, I'm a very like stubborn person. It's like yeah. once I make my mind up about something, it's very hard to change it. ENFP. And so, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely an E. I think I have an F in there. We're talking about Myers-Briggs? Yeah. Yeah. He asks everybody. Oh. Not everybody. I don't know. Wait, are you guys into Zodiac signs? Um, I don't know a ton about it. I know a, 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 a less than I should considering... Because Zodiac signs are totally a boys club. 
I yeah, wait, they are. I, I think I told you this, but someone said they were having a baby in like November. And <laughs> I was like, oh my god, a Sagittarius. But I don't know anything about Sagittarius. I just didn't know what to say. Kind of like slay. Yeah. Like, what can I say to fill the <laughs> oh my god, space? Sag, to, yeah. To seem, in- yeah. to seem interesting and interested, as Katie Kirk would say. Yeah, or like you'd say, like, what's your zodiac sign? And you say, ooh. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh my god, I'm nice. Okay. I'm a Taurus, which people say is supposed to be grounded. Ooh, no, I'm not a Taurus, but I think Libras, and you're a Libra. I'm a Libra. I this, very Libra. And Tauruses. Um, Tauruses, I think, I feel like, I think Taurus and Libra are both ruled by Venus or something like that, which is the beauty, it's like beauty and stuff. So we both value like pretty things and stuff. Like, ah. I know Tauruses are, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, or like can be more materialistic. Um, That's fine. I have a Peloton. Which I think checks out <laughs> yeah. with you. I think you have a Peloton. And my brother is a Taurus and he's s- obsessed with buying shit. My like sister's a Taurus. He just likes to shop. My brother Self, just likes to shop. Oh. I don't. No. Wait, what's Liv's major? Wait, don't tell me. Engineering. Nope. Uh, business of some sort. Oh my Marketing? Business, business marketing sort. stuff. Yeah. Fascinating. Wait, where are you in the lineup of siblings? I'm the oldest. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I have a sister who lives here who just graduated in May and she just moved here. Oh my gosh, so exciting. Shout out Soph. She listens to the pod. She works for Jimmy Choo. Um, <gasps> and then... Fashion. Fashion. She's, she's an absolute boss lady and then um yeah. my other sister is in college and then my brother is about to graduate high are school. people nice to your sister um, in the workplace yeah i think they love her is it like devil wears prada no i think it's a lot nicer than that she really likes her boss and like her whole team so well also That's she's awesome. cool and in halfway in that movie was just like what's going get a haircut <laughs> get a haircut take off a sweater why are you wearing a sweater totally, totally. <laughs> like you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped oh, wait so what is the place yeah. that you are that i am in the yeah. boys club I am in. Oh, oh, religious trauma. We've covered a lot of ground. I'm in the religious, yeah. ex-Catholic boys club. Do you think club. it traumatized you? Um, I think so. I think it definitely, like, influences, like, how I, like, struggle to see, like, the world and, like, stuff mm. like that. Like, yeah. more so an internal thing. I, I think. I, and a lot of internalized homophobia that totally. I'm still figuring out. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Which Do they is, teach like, about gay kids in school? I mean, our thing, like, I just remember, like, we were in, like, seventh or eighth grade, and we would have these times where we were allowed to, like, ask, like, all these, like, theology questions, um, and we would always just kind of figure out a way to, we would always be trying to, like, figure out, like, um, workarounds for, like, big sins. Mm -hmm. Like, we'd be like, wait, so, like, is murder, like, a bad, because there was, like, um, there's, like, mortal sin, which, like, the worst kind of sin. Oh, my God, you're so right. Or Um, venial. Yeah, there's venial sin. venial is, like, chill. It's, like, it's, like, oh, you told a little lie. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, that one's easy to absolve you go to confession mm-hmm. and mortal sin is more of like a deep bad scary sin where like you'll go to hell if you die and that's still on your conscience yeah holy shit that's intense um but we would like sit in like our little theology q a's and be like wait so is it like would it be would murder be a mortal sin if like what if someone's holding a gun to your head and like you actually were talked into murdering someone like we would always be trying say? to find all these like crazy workarounds i don't know they would they give us these the crazy answers yeah they would say like intention they were like well it's circumstantial and like we would just kind of like fuck circumstantial. around i don't know like law and order kind of I yeah guess. but um we would someone was like what about gay marriage because like that was when i think it was when i was in like eighth grade was when mm-hmm. that like law was passed the 2015 was it, or maybe i was in high school and yeah, stuff. but like that was like a big that was the big issue. It was, was a huge, that. huge thing. Um, right at that time. And so we were like... Because everybody was like, love wins. Yes, love Maybe. wins, all that. And so it was like, we were like, well, is gay marriage okay? Like, how do we... Like, what do, what do we as Catholics, like, believe? And they, their whole thing was like, love... It was hate the sin, not the sinner. Which... <laughs> That's a classic. Hate the sin, not the sinner. And so hate it was like... Hate the player, like, not the game. Yeah, no. Hate, hate the player, hate the game. Hate, yeah, right? <laughs> hate the... It was like, hate the sin, not the sinner. And so there's like... This, I do hate the sin. And I hate... It. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, it's hate the sin of the sinner, which is still so horrible and mm-hmm. disgustingly homophobic and stuff. But so that was like their their teaching. Yeah. Their teaching on that it. That makes sense. I yeah. find that, like, I've been talking with my therapist about this. Like, I was raised Catholic as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I don't know. Into high school, I was, like, kind of like, all right, this is... I'm not... This isn't for me. And then, like, a little bit in college, I sort of, like, kind of came back to it. I tracked the way that I related to it around my own, like, sense of self and, like, my sexuality and my gender stuff. And I can mm-hmm. see when I was feeling really bad about that is the time where I was like, well, I'm going to, guess, come back to faith, I guess, because that's all I had, like, mm-hmm. the groundwork that had been laid for me as a yeah. child was to come back to that. Yeah. So I definitely have, like, a weird, like, an up-and-down relationship with it, but I feel like it's, like now i'm like i don't that's not really how i feel about Mm -hmm. whatever 
but still I'll find that like a lot of the way that I think about things is so laden with like guilt and like Mm -hmm. judgment and things like that and especially on myself and I'm like god damn when I talk to my therapist about it I'm like this really did affect me yeah you think you can outrun it and you just can't yeah yeah totally even like oh my gosh yeah I don't know I don't know even like confession like confession's insane the fact that insane. I would go into a little room and tell the priest. Zoot a lot. Sometimes I would literally make up sins because I felt like I didn't have enough. Wait, so you went regularly? Well, when I was in Catholic school, we would go like once a month to confession. Like, yeah. Like, the class. Yeah, you're like, how much is enough? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, okay, I had like four like little ones. I feel like I need a big one. And so I think one time I would literally be like, um, I like hit my brother. <laughs> like yeah, I would just yeah, like yeah. make shit up. And then I would be like, the next month I'd be like, I lied about what I told you mm-hmm. in confession last month. <laughs> <laughs> meta confession. I'd be like, it was so meta confession. I was like, and I also feel like I'm not telling the truth right now. <laughs> and it was just Whoa. like, I don't know. And then he'd be like, okay, go say three Hail Marys. And it's this little box that they like created for the church, which I think is fascinating. That it's mm-hmm. like a box, kind of a choreo. And it's just like. The confessional? Yes. Yeah. Who designed this? 400 years ago well, like what yeah. is this I, well, I guess it's so they couldn't see you but well, they know who you, can, you have the option you can either kneel in front of like a screen and so you don't have to see the priest or you can sit <laughs> you can sit like a man in front of the priest wow. and tell him your sins to his face that's how I always viewed it okay. yeah I was like okay I was like okay you're not like really in, you're like I was like you're not being real if you're not sitting in front of the priest and we've discussed that confession is a porn category totally mm-hmm. yeah I mean have you seen Fleabag <laughs> oh. True, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's like a heartbreaking thing at the end. Anyway. They're like, spoiler alert. You gotta do <laughs> 10 Hail Marys and you suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I find that my like Catholic upbringing, even though it wasn't that intense in the grand scheme of like the way it could be for people, is mm-hmm. like really like stuck inside. Yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah it kind of like colors the way you like see a lot of stuff. Yes. And, at the, and I, I feel like a lot of former Catholics are probably good about this. I'm sure you guys feel this way too. Like Mm -hmm. you learn to give grace to other people who like outside of those bounds, but the way you view yourself is so through that lens. Yeah. Like the way I feel guilt and the way I feel judgment on myself Mm -hmm. is still so stuck in that versus like, obviously I don't feel that the way I view other people's morality is so much more like, I feel like, Oh yeah. No, no, no. I don't know. Like never been like, I would have, like, friends who would come out and be like, oh, my God, that's so beautiful, and I'm yeah. so happy for you. totally. And then, like, I was feeling it, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a little insane. Yeah. That's kind of weird and crazy. Yeah. Um, I think part of it is also that we just, like, we talk about death constantly from, like, a really young age, but, like, in a oh, way maybe not, like... Yeah, like, what, like, oh. you, like, what your destiny is, like, after, And that every like, decision that you make corresponds to what will happen after you die. The yeah. fact that you learned about hell at such a young age is psychotic. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. What the fuck? I remember being like five and being like, t- and being so, learning about hell and being so afraid of it and talking to my mom and being like, so the devil could just like come up to the earth yeah. if he wanted and she was like, I guess. I, I was like, said, up to the earth. Because in my mind, it's below. Yeah. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, it's in the center of the earth. Yeah. Um, if, if we're going with the whole circle right. globe thing. Right, um, right, right. <laughs> So I was like, he can come up here anytime he wants. And my mom was like, I guess so. And I was like, okay. Oh my God. Well, actually, oh, I was going to say a boys club is like watching horror movies. And like, I like people who love horror movies. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't do horror. I can do like thrillers and stuff, but I can't do anything that has to do with like demons, Mm -hmm. haunting, ghosts, because there's like that Catholic sense of me that's like, no, demons are real. Yeah. No, like the devil and like that shit that like possesses people that's real. It scares me the most. And so it scares me. Yeah. I do get really freaked out when you have compelling evidence that there's a demon that is real. Because that does happen. If you can go on the right rabbit hole on the internet, you can find that. I mean, Catholics don't talk about it, but, like, they're all, the possession, like, that's a thing that, like, has happened. What do they, could it be mental illness? Like, probably and stuff, but, like, in Catholicism, like, they, they have people who, like, exercise yeah. people. And so, like, I was never going to watch, like, The Exorcist because I'm like, no, that's real. I don't want to think about it, you know? Yeah, you should so, not do. Yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't I think, think I'm more that. scared of... Serial killers? Yes. Yeah. Oh. True, genuine ways that people, like, someone could just climb in through to your window at night and just stab you to death. Slain. I think about it every <laughs> slain. You could be slain. Google <laughs> Idaho college murders every day. Oh, what? Christ. Yeah, and there's, I shouldn't because there's no update. You know what's crazy is I, I haven't heard anything about that outside of what you told me. It's weird that the only news I've heard about this is from you. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm here for. Okay. I think we should ask our last question. What's um, a boys could be wish to see in the world? 
a boys club I wish to see in the world. Um, do you guys remember Are You the One? Come one, come all. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a second season of that show. Was oh, that yeah. queer? That was the queer one. Yeah. That was like where it was like, come are you the one? Come one, come all. It was come one, come all. <laughs> Wait, that's what a amazing. straight way to say this is. A I know, I know, I know. No, but that's it was like they had song. they had people on all on all ends of of the Man. sexuality spectrum, on all ends of the gender spectrum, like everything. Wow. It was on VH1, and said. it was, but it was it made the game so fucking twisted because like you didn't even have like a clear. Like, okay, well, at least, Wait, like, you can pair up this way. Pan? Most of the people were pan or kind of, like, figuring it out still. Because, like, a lot of, like, pan young adjacent. people. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Adjacent. Adjacent. I think there were just some, like, gay Wait, men. can you explain the gay? Oh, of course. We have well, are one. you the one? Are you familiar? Are you familiar? A little Nico? bit. Uh, I'm like, vaguely familiar. Vaguely. Can you explain yeah. how the game works? Are you the one? So, it's an MTV reality show. Oh, like, first, like, four seasons were, like, straight couples. But it's, like, ten guys, ten girls are in this house. It's, like, they're partying. They're going crazy. But also they are, like, going on dates and doing challenges and, like, seeing their compatibility because oh, these matchmakers that. have all have all, like, computed these ideal matches. Okay. Um, that's... I, I, that, and so the whole thing is, like... And so in each week, they send a couple into the, into the truth booth. And everyone votes in on, like... So it's, like, say, like, like Kyle and Amy, like, would be voted into the truth booth. They, like, press the button. It, like, scans their body. And then it's, like, match or not a match. And if they're a match... Then it's like, okay, they got a match and they can like go out of the house and they like have their time in this like villa or whatever. You have one match. You have, everyone has one match. But as the weeks, like every time they, I think every time they get like a no match, they lose money and they only have like 10 weeks to get matches. And so by like the last two weeks, they're like doing all this like crazy math, like figuring out, like trying to figure out who could be a match with people yeah. because all they have is like people's like natural compatibility, people's like natural like you know inclinations in their dating life yeah and then also like if they got a no match yeah and then it's like oh well this person's a match with this person they couldn't be a match and so the come one come all season was even harder because there were even more matches oh yeah everyone could, no, anyone like, can match with anyone hetero gender yeah yeah so it was a lot of money um i think they got it in the last week um i think they lost a little bit of money but it was still like some. what i like money. about that show in general is that the Bachelor is so weird to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're saying that these thirty women or men want to date this one person, yeah, who just like is a rando, mm-hmm. like kind of a loser almost. Not only wants to date, wants to marry, wants to marry, and yeah. better not here be here for the wrong part. reasons. Yes, better not. Be. That's yeah. crazy. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's insane. But what's hard that idea that you have one match is also really interesting. Yeah, I was just talking to Damien about this. Mm-hmm. Like, what is something that you are, like, the difference between, I think that no one ever talks about what, like, communication is. So, like, people are, like, in relationships, you need to communicate things. Do you communicate what your love language is? Do you communicate what you need from the other person? Like, and it's, like, the communication is just this, like, catch-all word. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, at what point do you need to communicate? And at what point do you need to find someone who naturally is going to be the things that you need them to be? And I don't know the answer to that question. What yeah. makes someone a match? I think that's dating in your 20s. Agreed. I think that's. I think you're not supposed to have the answers. The only way out is through. The only way out is through. Um, trial and error. Trial and error. There, was, there was an Australian season of The Bachelor that yes. was a bisexual woman, Flo. and is they it had. Flo? I don't remember. I haven't watched it. Australian Bachelor. But it went like really poorly because oh. it was like very difficult to navigate. I think, but there was like men and women in the house all vying for this one woman but also then there was drama because then obviously they're all living together like some of them were pairing up with each other and mm-hmm. well, all that stuff people are like we could never have a gay bachelor but it's like you would just need a different format for the season yeah you just have to like yeah it would be a little bit more like are you the one where like the contestants could match up too which yeah, is more interesting exactly. oh my <laughs> gosh it was just the and everyone obviously is like so much more interesting mm-hmm, than right. like all the other seasons and yeah. stuff like that and a little more unhinged in some ways yeah it's i have to go like, back and watch it how many it was years ago before COVID. i've like yeah no it was a couple years why ago. did they not bring it back i don't think mainstream wants to watch queer people on tv and they should die for that i think it technically had really bad numbers yes. but it has like this like cult this cult Slay, fan base just oh, like the queer day. community was like for me, like I love reality TV like that. Yeah, I do too. And so that was like the coolest thing ever. It was so I watched the they season kind of twice. Say through. that's why Bachelor is like generally a white lead is because it's ABC and you're talking Arkansas. You're trying to appeal to all of these fucking people. Yeah. And Arkansas actually. I think that's why they're losing that. people though because like the U.S. is becoming more like divided and yeah. the Bachelor's trying to be like 
we're all moderate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like people are like, we're not buying anything. it. And then you can go and like see who people are following on Instagram. And totally. like, it just, yeah. Wow. I yeah. love to see. People I feel like it. social media is going to be the death of that franchise, to be honest. Yeah. For like exactly the reasons you're saying. And mm-hmm. also like, um, I feel like we talked about this the other day where people used to go on The Bachelor to like kind of get yes. famous a little bit. Right. But now you can get so much more famous from like your time off the bachelor if yeah. you're like already if you're gonna go on and you're gonna get out early like you'll you'll get a social media following yeah like you'll be able to but not even I mean? they literally don't you go on survivor now also you, the, a girl on survivor my favorite one janine i think she's so hot and cool 4900 followers that's yeah nothing you have 4900 followers a lot of people do she, she was on <laughs> survivor <nothing>. she was <laughs> starving on an island jesus connor <laughs> That was so funny. I know what you mean, but that was so funny. Like, like, That's nothing. You yeah. have that. And you're a nobody to know one. No. You've never even been on Survivor. <laughs> you didn't even earn it. Keep that in. So I want to end oh this with God. the text that you sent me the other day that said, you are Linus. That was beautiful. I didn't say that to you. You said you were Linus. I don't think Nico said that. I said that to you? I don't think so. Did you want me to send that to me? I don't remember ever texting anybody. You're Linus, Linus and your I think you're messages. Oh, Linus. What did you think I said? I oh. said you're Linus from Charlie Brown. <laughs> Not a lioness. You thought I said you were a lioness? No, a lioness. I talk funny. Linus. Linus. I think that's... what. Who are you from? You're Lucy. You are saying Linus. Linus. <laughs> I thought you said lioness. Lioness. I think Linus is so interesting because he's kind of just like... <laughs> and then he's like... Well, on Christmas, the meaning of Christmas is this, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he walked around that little blanket, which feels right. Who do you think you are from Charlie Brown? You're a little mopey. Um, yeah, you're Linus. Uh, Maddie said I was um, Snoopy. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Little yeah. clown. Yeah, kind of just. <laughs> you're Lucy around. Bad way, I like Lucy. Lucy. She's empowered. She's, she's very the... empowered. She's. I but guess empowered. Is it Sally? Sal? No, Sally's. Oh, come on. You're right, I meant Lucy. Yeah. Just because she's young and hot and blonde. It's kind of really Wait, funny. Wait, I can't say that because she's like a child. So we're just <laughs> take that out, take that out. Not in the adult version. Oh. You're a good oh. man, Charlie Brown. There's an adult Charlie Brown. Well, there's, there's a musical, musical and they're played by adults. And they are played we're by the adults. Do you there's an SNL musical sketch. podcast? And then we do get I... Nico as a guest. Um, I would love to, to do a musical podcast to teach Nico about musicals. That would be really funny. I actually really don't know that much about musicals. You know I every theater. musical that I've referenced. Um, Next to Normal, Fun Home, You're a Good Man, Charlie I guess Brown, compared, though, to like real musical theater heads, you, I, I didn't know much. I didn't name one musical Michael theater. Michael would be pissed to not be on this pod. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Jesse would be good at it, too. You guys should do a panel. Yeah. Musical we could do a little show. We could do a little show. An earnest show. An earnest show about musical theater. Um, who do I think? I think I, I guess I'm a little bit of a... I think I'm like a maybe like a Snoopy son and um, <laughs> and, a, and a Lucy Rising. I like that better. Yeah. You can't just be one character. You can no. you have a, a little bit of no, everybody. like in the office. Like you're all you're two. Yeah, because I probably two. have elements of Charlie Brown. Who are you in the office? Not to get all annoying. And I never watched The Office because I you've love never women. watched The Office. I like women, and there are no women on that show. There are women Wait. on that show. Hey, I like Parks and Rec. That's a great show too, but The Office is a classic. The Office is a classic, and you should watch it. And I, I guess, guess you would late. be if I had to pick. I'm probably that crazy guy. I think you're a little bit of like Rain a, Wilson. I think you're kind of a Mindy Kaling. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, Wait, you're really? a Kelly. Is she you're nice? Kelly. Kelly like, like tried to like rope Ryan, her boyfriend, into like being her baby daddy for like a long time. And <laughs> she's always like experimenting with like a new like fad. Yeah, like a new lifestyle yeah. completely. Ending on that dark note. No. I think we need to because you have therapy in five minutes. Connor is therapy. What are you going to talk about in therapy? You're going to talk about something we said today. I'm going to talk about, I don't know, anxiety. Yeah. I don't know, anxiety. I give myself a therapy to-do list. I have to do that too. A checklist of things yeah. I want to remember. Because sometimes I forget and then I get there and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't yeah, know. And I'm like, this fine. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. And then I like, I'm kicking myself because I didn't talk and about it. And then I'm like, oh, right. I forgot about that crazy thing that happened. That I yeah. To plug your socials before we go. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Follow <laughs> me on follow me, Twitter. <laughs> follow me. Don't follow me on Twitter because my at is hummus cunt. Um, <laughs> it's, and I'm not active on there. But follow me on Instagram at it's Caroline Dunn. I-T-S-C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-D-U-N-N. And, um, yeah, just like my stories because it yeah. gives me confidence every day. Don't miss those IG stories. <laughs> um, Thank you, guys. All right, we'll get out of here on a smooch on threes. One, two, three. Hey, boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. that's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. 
You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye. Bye.